This is not a- the XFL. Hey everybody, this sneak preview of This Is Not The XFL Show is brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts. If you've ever thought about doing a podcast but did not want to do all the technical stuff, you have a great idea, you have a passion, you want to do a show, you maybe don't have the time, you need someone to help you, go to prettyeasypodcast.com and get started today. Of course, the full episode of this show is on Patreon. Give to our Patreon on any tier of your choice and get all sorts of extra XFL content and, of course, a whole lot of football talk, all the football talk you can handle. Check it out. The day that they announced this in, what, March 2018, you did say, no chance this league makes it, so you were right in that regard. Oh, look, I'm not going to sit here and say I, I said no chance this league would make it. I said that this Charlie Ebersol character was full of it, and that's what happened. He was completely and utterly full of anything other than the truth that day, and it, it came to, fl- to fruition uh, this past week. I'm sad. Don't get me wrong. I love yeah, watching those games. I really Brian, do. It's not a lie if you believe it. it was it just to see that man and and i went back and i listened to the episode that we we did and we might have to throw that up there on our patreon for a flashback friday on but to 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 hear what he had said about this league to the the promises i messaged you a bunch of things that the af said they were going to do and really they never came true it's sad that such a good idea was left in the hands of Charlie Ebersol and company, because well, that's what happened. Well, first of all, was it a good idea? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not quite sure. Is this, <laughs> is this like the fire festival of yeah. 2019? <laughs> <laughs> we we said that too. <laughs> Do you, oh, conspiracy theories are all over the place, because now I just thought of another one in my head. Did Charlie Ebersol start this league just so he could make another documentary about a football league? Is that the only reason? <laughs> I don't That's know. a very expensive documentary. I, mean, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, you're right. It's an experimental. He was using somebody else's money, I guess. I, I, well, let's um, let's get let's get into the timeline and everything that happened here and where we're at, and and then we'll ask these questions that we kind of have been popping up and formally answer them. Uh, but let, let me just let's let me just give all the general patrons who maybe don't know all the details into what happened with the alliance and and. and get everybody up to speed and tell you where we're at. So on Monday night, uh, pro football talk reported that a source had told them that the AAF needed about $20 million in order to make it through this inaugural season. And if they didn't get it, uh, the season would end right immediately uh, in the regular season, no playoffs, no championship game. Uh, And, that's basically what happened. Also, last week we talked about this. Tom Dundon, the he's the the for all intents and purposes the owner of the league. You know, he the guy who was mm-hmm. the quote unquote savior who put all this money that they needed into the league uh, and took over the board. Uh, he said last week, if the NFLPA doesn't link up with us, if we don't become the official minor league of the NFL, basically, uh, I'm folding the league. It's over right away too i mean charlie ebersole and bill polian and the founders of this league wanted that to happen but not right away uh dundon though needed it and he or wanted it and wanted it now if he needed it that's another question but all in all tom dundon who 
after week one came in and quote unquote saved the league uh, by investing and de- and dedicating uh, a bunch of money to it. Not right away putting all this money right into it, two hundred fifty million dollars. All in all, he spent about seventy million. Uh, he propped the league up on a week to week basis. Now, Tom Dundon, it's been reported when he came in. Uh, you know, everybody said it, it did appear. And we have to we have to give Charlie Ebersol the, this benefit of the doubt, Bryant. When Tom Dundon came in and, and saved the league, he actually did not save the league. The league did need more money, but they weren't as desperate as it seemed, and that was legitimately a glitch that prevented them from paying people the first week. They did have the money to make it through the first week and f- through the season, most likely. This Dundon, this is the uh, the Carolina Hurricanes man. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, so when he so, so when he came in, he was a a sort of savior, but it wasn't like he was not needed as much as every everybody was talking about as the narrative kind of painted itself to be with the timing of everything. But Tom Dundon definitely was a big help financially for the AAF to get to this point. I, I don't I don't see how you're not a savior if because you pulled your money at week eight. The league no longer exists. Whether the whether the, the 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 payroll glitch or anything like that legitimately happens, so be it. But this man, if he was not there week two, would probably not have seen a week three in the AAF. Well, well, that that's that's actually up for debate. You know, the AAF still owes people that Tom Dundon hasn't even paid, and we'll get into that in a second. But Tom, Tom Dundon, Tom Dundon. Made this decision. This was all him. He he took over the board with this investment, uh, and Bill Polian and Charlie Ebersol, the two figurehead founders of the league, they didn't want this to happen. They they wanted to play for three years and then develop a relationship with the NFL. Uh, Tom Dundon said, "We need this now, or else we're not going to make it." Now that is also something we can debate because Tom Dundon. Could possibly be saying that just to cover his own keister.